And welcome back, fourth and long fans. It's your AFL correspondent, Coach Donnie Hess, here back with another interview going through the U.S., trying to find different fans of different teams. And today I have a very distinguished gentleman here, Mr. Tor Sorensen. Tor, how are you doing, sir? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Good, good. So I always like finding out a little bit of information about the people that I chat with on this before we get into the diehard footy, which I think we all all are kind of hopping on for. So if you want, Mr. Sorensen, why don't you let us know a little bit about yourself outside of the game of footy? I am a musician, but I make my living as a technical writer. So I deal with uh, aviation documentation these days. And I absolutely love it. I even have a, a mildly autistic son who is now officially a student pilot. So this is kind of progressing in a nice direction. And I love where that's going. But I've been a musician my entire life. So those are the two main things that I have in my life besides my now 21-year-old son. That's that's awesome, and that's always great to hear and so many different stories on, on different people, and it's always great to see how footy can connect with people. So I got to ask, how, uh, how did you find footy? I first became aware of it in 1986. I had just, uh, I was in the United States Air Force. I had just arrived in England for my first um, assignment at a base, and one of the four British television channels and at that time there were only four, was rerunning off-season matches of what was then the VFL. And I remember it distinctly because it was Essendon versus Footscray. And Footscray, of course, is now the Western Bulldogs. Uh, so I had never seen it before. Apparently ESPN here in North America had run some of that stuff. We didn't have cable at that time, and so I'd never seen any of that. That was the first. Fast forward to 2007. I'm working as a technical writer at an aviation firm um, here in the Twin Cities. And I guess I'd been going through uh, the customer database and I noticed that some of our people were in Australia. I looked at something, wasn't sure where it was, looked it up on Wikipedia and happened to fall into the article on Australian rules football and uh, the what was then by then the AFL and that's where it just went from there that's that's a really really cool story and and we were talking off mic and, and I got to bring this up I think this is a really cool thing to do you actually wrote a story for a newspaper about footy in Minnesota correct that's correct i am a technical communication major shocking but true, at Metropolitan State University. And I was the only person they really had as a culture vulture, as it were. And I became familiar with, you know, the Minnesota Freeze because I'd been looking and reading about AFL and footy online. And I slowly put the two together, met with a couple of the members of the Minnesota Freeze, which is the a U.S. AFL team here in Minnesota. Well, one of them. And I wrote about them, uh, published the article in the student newspaper, and I hope that I at least drove some interest toward the AFL that way. But um, it was, that was absolutely worthwhile. 
yeah and he actually sent it to me and i got to read it, it was a really really good article and, and these type of things i think a lot of us in the footy community absolutely love getting getting this type of exposure i mean anytime we can do a news channel anytime we can get a print up it's it's nothing but great for the sport and i know minnesota keeps growing and growing there there are one of our biggest rivalries here with with us in des moines and I think they've always just been awesome because they're so good at developing and they're so good at bringing big numbers. So I think it's nothing but good here for Midwest footy, at least. But uh, it's always good to connect with somebody with our, with our good rivals of the Minnesota Freeze. So, so now that we've talked a little bit about stateside, we got we to go to AF, to Australia a little bit. So I got to ask, what is your AFL club? The team that I would barrack for, as it were, would be the North Melbourne Kangaroos. Good old Roos fan. It's it's always good to see the blue and white represented. So uh, they're a great team. In fact, a couple of the Aussies who actually are here are huge North Melbourne fans. In fact, I, I joke with a few people. I said that was the other team I was fighting with between that and Sydney uh, for my uh, club. But uh, unfortunately, the red and white got, got my love. But North <laughs> Melbourne always has a little little special place in my heart there so so i gotta ask um so what is kind of your fandom of the north melbourne like can can you describe for me what your fandom is i mean do you get up early and watch the games or you kind of do you just watch highlights i mean kind of describe to me your fandom of the ruse my fandom kind of evolved mostly from reading i i love how they did their their uh, second to you know second to current logo the most recent one as well as the current one uh, the uh, Royal Blue, that's attractive. They have obviously a long history. And strangely enough, the fact that their last premiership was in 1999. And as far as I have read, they have not been back to a grand final since then. Yeah, if I, they've, they've had a couple of times they've gotten close. I think they've gotten to some preliminary finals, but they've always fallen a little short. And the last, their last championship, 99, had uh, one of the best players ever, Wayne Carey, the Duck, um, mm -hmm. on that team. And that, that was one of the best teams in, in a long time. So, so we're kind of going off. The, so we so you find out. So um, I got to ask, do you have a favorite player on the Roos currently? And have you delved, since you've kind of read about the team a little bit and gone into their history, do you have a favorite um, kangaroo of the past? I, well, I think you have to put Wayne Carey in there. Um, other than that, uh, I've been a little bit away from, you know, deep uh, fanatical fandom for the last uh a couple of years mostly for work and music related purposes see i'm in a band i play keyboards and bass in this band and and aside from the covid panic and our governor which has locked down the state rather mercilessly um work and my son and aviation and music have been more of my uh, priorities lately but um i i do have an affinity for the club the, the franchise as it were uh, the fact that they still have the Arden Street Oval, which, um, by the way, is just southwest of the Melbourne Zoo, which is another place in Melbourne that I would love to visit. And, you know, it's like anything in Australia. If you're going to go there, you're going to you can't just stay for one week. You have to make it at least two weeks and perhaps as much as a month. And so there's that part of that that I favor as well. 
Awesome. That that's really cool. And I agree. Like if I ever get down there, it's gonna be so hard not to just to not to just want to stay there for so long. So um so you're a really busy guy, but I got got to ask: Did you get a chance to keep an eye on the on North Melbourne last year and see kind of how their season was? And then, if you did, kind of what were your thoughts on their season last year? All I know is that they uh, they did not make it into the. Uh, I think they did not make it into the finals, and I was just so busy, I couldn't dive into it as deeply as I have in years past. In fact, the last time I I got to watch a grand final was the uh, Collingwood West Coast Eagles. And boy, that was a fun one to watch. Um, you know, Collingwood, out of, they burst out of the gate and I thought, oh goodness, this is going to be over. And then the Eagles stopped the bleeding uh, by halftime and they slowly chipped away at stuff. And then eventually in the fourth quarter, they got the lead back and they held off the uh, good old Collingwood, as it were. Um, that was a fun grand final to watch. Yeah, that was that was one of my favorites that I've ever seen, and you know I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, so uh, normally I, I I shoot here and I go off to heavy um kind of have you kept an eye on the off season? But as we've kind of already discussed, I mean life life can sometimes not always make watching footy easy. Um, so so I'll shoot to this one, and I, this is another one is um. If you get a chance with the AFLW season coming up here pretty soon, um, do you think you're going to try to get a chance and keep an eye on the North Melbourne women? I think I probably will. Um, uh, footy is a little bit like golf in regards as women go. And the, the, the explanation is the more, the better. Completely agree. I completely agree with with their season coming up here from recording um, in a little less than 24 hours from now. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. I think North <laughs> Melbourne has a pretty good team coming up this year. Um, as we kind of get towards the end of this uh, conversation here, I got to I got to ask this is always one of my favorite questions. And I love hearing all the different answers. Favorite game you ever had a chance to see you ever had a chance to see whether it's North Melbourne doesn't matter to you, but favorite game of footy you've ever seen. The most fascinating one was that grand final between St. Kilda and uh, Geelong, where uh, I think it was Geelong, where they tied at the end of regulation. And instead of doing the logical thing by having a pre-programmed five to seven minute overtime, they replayed the next week. And that just, my jaw hit the floor. It's like, what is wrong with you people? Now, apparently they got it set up so they won't do that again and not come out of there without a result yeah that was 2010 and they were playing it was Collingwood and St. Kilda it was was the matchup I I remember right. that one it was it was such a good game and I, I I've said this a few times in some of the other podcasts is I was actually at our at our Des Moines Roosters grand final party we were all over to friends mm -hmm. and when the final buzzer went off just the 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 silence as we all looked at the screen going okay What's going on? And we all looked at our Australian Paul Frad at the time. We all looked at him. We were like, Paul, what are we doing? Are, are they going to overtime? And he just almost stoically looked at us and goes, nope, replay next week. And we all kind of looked around like, oh, well, that's kind of anticlimactic. We all came for a party. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, unfortunately, the next week we're all stuck and we were all at home. Uh, <sighs> we're all watching it at home, which I, thankfully ESPN played it. And, 
the second game was not nearly as good. Uh, Collingwood kind of went through St. Kilda like a hot knife through butter. So it kind of ended up being such so such a reversal of the previous game because the previous game was so good. Collingwood, they were back and forth most of the whole game. Goddard takes that screamer late, and you think St. Kilda's got a chance to get their second flag since night, second flag ever. Yeah. The only other one, they won by one, and I think it's 61 or 66, one of those two. And so for them to fall short again, and they had fallen short the year before against Geelong in 2009. So it was you felt so horrible for the St. Kilda fans because it was such a good game. And then, like I said, the second one was just so bad. They just St. Kilda did not play well, but, but one of my favorites, in fact, one of my top five that I've actually grand finals that I've seen since 2009. So uh, incredible game there. Um, so I got to say, that, was that the same season where St. Kilda and Geelong started off like 13 and all, and they faced each other in week 14, I think, uh, Geelong won because Nick Rewalt's kick after the final siren just slipped off to the right and missed. I think that was two thousand. I think that was two thousand nine because St Kilda only lost two games that year and both were to Geelong, and then lost the grand final. So yeah, they played Geelong three times that year, and those were the only three losses they had the entire year. So it was kind of. If you felt bad for St. Kilda, they could beat every other team except the one team they needed to beat for the championship. So it was, it was really kind of, uh, so. But. I'm really going to have to, I'm going to have to take some cash and I'm going to have to spill for the streaming service so I can watch uh, without having to depend on Fox Sports occasionally mm-hmm. putting an AFL match on Fox Sports 1, which I have on my cable service, but I don't have FS2. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that kind of kind of stinks a little bit. A little bit. Um, another thing to do um, if you have the opportunity, and, and, and it's definitely worth looking into, is um, finding um, international memberships. I know Sydney does. I know most of the clubs have them. And sometimes with those international memberships, you get the USAFL watch watch a watch AFL app. Um, they give you a, a redeemer code. So then once you download it, you plug that in and then you get all the services. Plus you get some free merchandise from the club as well. So that's definitely something if, if you were looking into it is a way to not only support North Melbourne as well, but also get the watch AS, watch AFL app as well. I am just pulling up the kangaroos uh, membership page and uh I'm going to have to dig into that. That's, that would be a fun thing. It might even be a less expensive, might be a less expensive way of doing it, but definitely getting some, getting some swag and some membership benefits out of that. I'm definitely in on that. Yep. I know. I know at least with, at least with mine, you get a hat, you get a lanyard, you get a, um, bumper sticker. They, uh, they gave uh, a magnetized uh, schedule, um, and the best part is with the watch AFL app is that you get the lady, you get AFLW as well. So you can watch yes. that as well. So you get not only the men's, but the women's, which, which is absolutely an incredible value. And most of the people that I've talked to said, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing to get because not only do you get the membership, but then you get the watch AFL with it. So it's in the long run, it's actually less expensive than buying both separately, which is an amazing thing. So, so definitely, definitely worth it. And, and to anybody listening that if, if you have a club and, and you are an American, this is a really good way to not only support your club, but also a way to be able to watch your club 
on demand anytime you want. You can watch it anytime. The Watch AFL app is an absolutely incredible app. It is a great thing. You don't have to sit there and get up live if you don't want to. You can watch it later. You don't have to worry about it. But the one thing I love about it is, is if you watch live, you get all the Australian commercials, which is absolutely amazing. Oh, fun. And the other thing about that is if you if you are able to afford to buy some um, club merchandise, some clothing, and you get a chance to wear that around, you know, especially if it has the name the, the, the name of the club and the fact that it's uh, the Australian rules, and get people to ask you about that. And that's one way that we can all kind of uh, spread the love about Australian rules, which in my opinion is the best of the five major codes of football. Definitely agree. It's one of my favorites to watch. It's it's so incredible. But I'm I'm a sports head. I, I love them all. But it's definitely in. And I've, in fact, I've funny story. I was I was with a friend going to a track meet for a friend of the family's, and I was wearing my Sydney Swans hat at the time. And I remember nice. the, the person behind the counter going, "Sydney Swans, what's that?" So I had to spend the time explaining. It's an Australian rules football. It's not like American football. It's a little bit different. And the, to see the 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 smile. It, the the intrigue on their faces and i've even had i've i've worn my my rooster's hat that i i wear normally yep. and i i had my the lady that was helping me at my cable company was like what is that what is des moines rooster so i explained <laughs> and i actually gave her the youtube link for one of our games that we had at, at nationals a couple of years ago so so that's one of the things i love doing is wearing the footy merchandise around just because it does sometimes cause great conversation and sometimes who knows maybe sometimes you can find somebody that'll want to play uh tour this has been an absolutely awesome conversation um I, i'm glad we were finally able to uh connect we had we'd had a few issues but everything is all right i am so excited this is so cool to find somebody in the midwest i've talked with people in the east coast i've talked with people in the west coast and in the mountain time zone yeah i think you're the first person besides my my buddy brad who did the swans who is in the central time zone so this is always nice to get somebody a little more local so well, we have to spread the love, and I'm happy that you gave me the chance to do this. This this has been absolutely awesome. And then, um, uh, since you did say you're part of a band, in case anybody wanted to look up, do you got the name of your band and any kind of uh, social media you want to plug? The band is called The Elephant in the Room, and on Facebook, uh, we're under The Real Elephant in the Room, and our band's website is elephantintheroomband.com. That is awesome. Well, I'll definitely have to go check that out. Well, Tori, it has been an awesome conversation. Uh, too bad we couldn't get your 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 uh, camera on so you could everybody could see everybody could see you, but that's not a problem. We can still get this great conversation in. You have yourself a good day, sir. It's been absolutely amazing. And to all my fourth and long fans, uh, thank you very much for listening and have a good day. <laughs>